0: This is Olivia Cook. And I'm Amber Duffney. And this is the empowered woman,
1: badass and unfiltered.
0: My co host Amber and I created this podcast to highlight the badass women we know and love.
1: We did this with the goal of empowering women and supporting each other on the journey of life and business.
0: We show women that they can still be a badass, make a difference in the world, leave a legacy all while rocking their femininity.
1: Olivia is a mindset coach and social media strategist who helps women organize, strategize, and automate their lives and businesses to grow and scale with ease.
0: And Amber is a life transition coach, an expert whose mission is to help women realign with their purpose and pursue a life of passion and fulfillment.
1: In this podcast, you'll hear amazing stories of inspiration and triumph, from kick-ass women from all over the world.
0: As Amber and I are both coaches, we also, from time to time, offer live coaching demos on the show, where you get to be a fly on the wall and see how powerful coaching really is. Now let's dive in. Welcome back to the Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered Podcast. One of your hosts here, Olivia Cook, and I have a phenomenal guest today. She's a friend of mine. We've been friends for almost 2 years now, and that's an interesting story that I actually want to share. But anyway, she I'm bringing her on here because her story is one that many people need to hear. It may help you in your situation or someone that you know. Also, if this is your first time listening, definitely consider subscribing or following if you're on Spotify. My guest's name is Ashley O'Brien. She's a military wife and a phenomenal mother.
1: Please welcome her. (laughs) Thanks. Um, I'm really happy to be here, and I appreciate the opportunity to uh, speak with you.
0: Yay! Yay! Yay. So let's talk a little bit about your story, because I'm so happy to have you, and I'm so happy to have people hear what you have to say.
1: Um, Yeah, so I am a 27-year-old stay-at-home mom to three wonderful children, uh, two girls and a boy. Um, we have a lot of animals. I am in full-time college. Um, just a lot going on. Um, I grew up with a pretty rough household. Um, not too caring parents. Um, pretty turmoil. You know, um, things were rough. And we were really poor. Um, and Explain, when you say poor,
0: please explain to them what you mean
1: um so we lived mostly in my granny's basement uh it was me and my brother in one room which did not have a door um my mom and my stepdad in the other room uh upstairs was my uncle and my aunt and their three children along with my granny and occasionally a couple other cousins um at one point, we lived in a homeless shelter. Um, all my clothes came out of a lost and found box in the basement. And, um, I mean, it was, it was rough. We went to the food bank. We, you know, um, lived with friends. We lived with family, moved around every school year. Um, it, was, it was pretty poor. What would you say
0: was a turning point for you? when having to go through all of that? Like, in your life, where did it start to turn?
1: Um, So I... um, Not only did I have a pretty rough uh, home life, school was pretty chaotic. Nobody really liked me. Um, My teachers didn't really like me. I spent a lot of time trying to get a lot of attention from the wrong people. Um, When I got to high school, I found my group. It was... um, it was fantastic. I, I met a ton of other people that were also outcasts and started smoking, and you know, doing you know what teenagers do—going to parties, skipping school—and um, I got pregnant um, with my daughter. And um, it was really, really different from there. I was pretty much on my own from my family. Um, I mean, my mom charged me interest for diapers um, if she had to help me out with things. And, um, really I just wanted to, um, be a good mom. I wanted to not pass my issues and my traumas on to my daughter. And it really, really changed my life.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that because that can't be something that's super easy to share. And, um, you've, you've come so far in your life that most people say statistic wise, you wouldn't have made it. You know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean the the cards were stacked against me. I mean, um, I I uh very chaotic. My my mom didn't really care very much, you know, and she had a bad childhood, so that got passed on and all my cousins had children young as well and they all lost their children to the system and are uh criminals in their own right and um yeah, I, may, I made it out, and that was... But you you also dealt with a
0: lot because you you have that type of family, you don't have the proper support system. And then you deal with the societal pressure of mom shaming.
1: Yes. Yeah, I mean, I remember being pregnant, uh, sixteen, in the grocery store with my mom. We're in the frozen section looking for pizza. It's Pizza Family movie night. Fantastic. I'm. I mean, I'm huge. I'm like eight months pregnant, and uh, these two older ladies walk by me, and uh, the lady just turns to the other girl and goes, "I bet she doesn't even know who the father is." I mean, I wasn't even. I wasn't even a mom yet, and it was already an outsider. You know, it's a club that I couldn't get into simply because I was a teenage parent.
0: That is just so disgusting. I don't, that is just not appropriate behavior for adults. Like, and and it's the same people. It's the same people that'll say they're against abortion. That will turn around and tell and say some stupid shit like that. It's the same people.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean, I, uh, I mean, by the, the other party's family was told that I had intentionally gotten pregnant. I did it for the money. It wasn't really his. I wasn't really pregnant. Uh, at one point they told my mom that she should take me down and sign the papers herself and solve the issue. Um, I wasn't, no one wanted me to, to be a mom. No one thought that I could do it. How um, did you get through that? Um, I cried a lot, honestly. Um, but once she was born, I mean, I, I stopped going out. I stopped drinking. I, you know, I wanted to be I wanted to be good to her. And in the beginning, I wasn't, to be honest. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know how to be a mom. And I was also a teenager. And sometimes those things just didn't go hand in hand.
0: And that's fair.
1: I mean...
0: Hey, everybody has things in their past that they're not proud of, especially as teenagers.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, there's some... I've done some stupid stuff. And... It doesn't, what you do does not all, like, unless you've committed a, tr- like.
1: I was going to say. Unless I, you're
0: murdering somebody or, like, com- like you're not really, like, if you're not destroying property, if you're not, like, doing a lot of, causing anyone else harm.
1: But I am, I was. I was. And I understand so- the, I mean, the main thing that I would say to that is just that I, I did cause harm. I, I caused harm to my daughter, not in the physical sense. I loved her terribly, terribly loved her so much. But the problem was is because I didn't know um, how to be a good mom, there were things that could have been much better in her life if I had taken the time to inconvenience myself more for her sake. Um, you know, I, I stayed with an abusive partner because I wanted to keep my family together and I, I, I loved him and whatever and things were horrible there, you know, and that wasn't good for her. I, uh, I didn't like getting up in the middle of the night, you know, I didn't always change her super often and, You know, sometimes I would get frustrated. I stopped breastfeeding because I wanted my time back. I did a lot of things that I think had I gone the opposite direction, she would have had a happier, healthier childhood.
0: And it just goes to show you can't take care of anybody else or truly love anybody else to the full capacity until you take care of yourself first. Yes. And you being in an abusive relationship did put a lot of strain because I know since I know you personally and I know some of the things that you've dealt with from him then it makes complete and total sense like nobody out here is perfect so thank you so much for sharing that
1: yeah yeah
0: because you know what what were some of the things that helped you improve
1: um so Once I got out of that relationship and it was just me and her, I um, the first couple times we broke up, I I rebounded really hard, made some horrible decisions. Um, But the final time we broke up, I just decided that I was just not going to date anybody. That didn't mean I wasn't going to see anybody. I was relatively free with my sex life, but I was not going to introduce anyone to my daughter. I was not going to... Start into any relationship with anybody. It was more of just we can meet for dinner and drinks and that's fine, but then that's it. Um, and I started just doing what's best for us. I, I went to work, I started going back to school. Um, I got my GED in 2012 when uh, Jaden was three. Um, I met my current husband when she was almost four, he was actually there for her fourth birthday. Um, yeah, things just started looking up. I left a a small town that I lived in where everybody knew me and I knew, I knew where to get the best pot. I knew the guy that worked at the smoke shop, (laughs) you know, everyone knew where I worked. Um, I left that and I went to the Seattle side of Washington state and I lived right outside of Seattle, uh, in my own apartment with roommates that I found. And it was my name on the lease. It was super nice. I got a new car. Um, I started focusing on the things that mattered.
0: So when you started doing better in your life, what were some of the things that you noticed that you were receiving What receiving as a mother while you're doing the right things?
1: Um, I... I got a lot of commentary on the fact that I didn't spend a lot of time with my oldest daughter. Um, I, I worked, I was in school, um, so it didn't matter that I was doing something good. It was it was uh, basically just that I wasn't there for her all the time, and I needed to be. Um, it, she was also starting to show some signs of um, mental uh, health issues as well, and um, so... It was a little bit of denial for me, and I think I kind of avoided it a little bit, but a lot of other people could see it, which I guess I was just blind to. I mean, you just want to think that um, your kid doesn't have any issues that you can't just come in and fix. Um, So in the beginning, she was a little um, misbehaved and out of hand, and I would get comments on her having issues. Once we got her medicated, um, I should not have put my kid on medication (laughs) because... There's this stigma that surrounds medication and I should give her probiotics and earlier bedtimes, Um, you know, regardless of the fact that she'd been diagnosed by doctors and this was what we were told to do. Um, And you
0: went, you went through a pretty big process with that. Like you went to multiple therapists, Mm -hmm. you, you properly dosed her to make sure you started at the smallest dosage. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you've. You've been, like, tell, tell them exactly, like, what you've had to deal with.
1: Um, so my daughter was diagnosed in, what is it, 2016 with oppositional defiant disorder, um, which is kind of like bad kid syndrome uh, times 10. Um, intentionally lies, manipulates. She's very intelligent. Um, she plans things out very well. Uh, and she would also throw tantrums and only only attempting to to win essentially. Um, I've seen her uh, pull out hair. I've seen her um, you know threaten other people and and you know I mean it's it's whatever to get the attention, really. Um, we started taking her to a psychiatrist. we started taking her to a therapist. she Got put on medication, and that was kind of up and down. She had a weight gain issue with one of the medications. Um, she was in a psych ward a couple times, um, and it was just it was just a roller coaster. And this last Thanksgiving, we switched her medication to what she's on now. She's doing fantastic. Um, we had to change everything in our house. We had to change the way that we did everything. Um, very scheduled, very regulated, and it works. It works fantastically, honestly. So, um, yeah, I mean, she's doing good now. But
0: Yeah, thank you so much for sharing that because so many people don't know what mental health issues even look like. Mm-hmm. And then they want to say... Some, somebody, obviously, someone will always have something to say. We just have to make sure that we don't pay attention to it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's honestly the best way to use your confirmation bias to your benefit.
1: Yeah.
0: Because if you believe in your soul that you're a good person, people that say that you're not, you don't believe. That's bullshit. You know, it's like, but you have to truly believe it, you know. Yeah. Um and that's just an example. Whatever, but that literally goes for anything in your life. Yeah. On how to change. You know what? Like if you think you're a fit person and you act like a fit person and then you eat healthy and all this other stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And then somebody says that you're out of shape. It's like, "No, I'm fucking not." <laughs> like, you know, because not only do you believe that you live that, you've all because and because you do it, you believe it. Even if you're working out wrong, yeah, you could be like eating way too much, you know, a bunch of stuff, but you're still going to believe
1: it. I mean, that's that's part of the uh, the mentality, though, is everyone puts on these uh, these masks, so to mm-hmm. speak. I mean, come back to my situation with parenting. Everyone acts like, oh well, my kids are perfect and they eat organic lettuces and only the finest chickens for my, and it's, and they go to private school and it's, 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 I don't have a problem with that, but it's, it doesn't have to be that way. I'm not a bad mom because my kids ate McDonald's for dinner last night. If anything, I would argue that I'm a good mom because my kids last night ate McDonald's and watched TV. They were happy. They are healthy overall. They exercise very regularly. They're very respectful. They have chores. They have study times. They are, they are held to a standard. But I can feed my kids McDonald's and let them watch TV at the same time and still be a good mom. They're happy. They loved it. They thought it was fantastic. That's what they're going to remember.
0: We have such unreasonable expectations on women in our society. Yes. Yes. And, and that's all over the world because I know as a person that, just the way I am, my personality, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to, like, be my best. But at the same time, like, I was eating a peanut butter sandwich and a banana the other night. I'm like, I could really get used to this. My kids will eat this. Like, this is, like, that is what, they're going to get used to eating the same thing.
1: And then it's like, they're... What's wrong with that? You were so happy. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, so the one thing that I have I have taught my oldest daughter, and this is gonna sound crazy, uh, is that sometimes you just wanna cry. No reason. Your body just needs to do that. That's what needs to happen. Sometimes you're just going to pass out. Sometimes you're going to eat a peanut butter sandwich with a banana because you know what? That's what you needed. That is what you needed for fulfillment to be happy for that day. And as long as it's not toxic to you and toxic to other people.
0: I literally will have that like after a workout. And then like... It's
1: probably so good for you. Yeah.
0: Like, because I eat the like multi-grain bread and stuff. Right, and right?
1: It's it's a, even if you didn't, even if you didn't, it's still better for you than coming home and downing a bottle of 7-Up and a bag of chili cheese Fritos.
0: Very true. Very true. Because then I do have those days. <laughs>
1: hey, hey, there's nothing wrong with those days either. Sometimes it's balance. You need balance.
0: So now recently, you just came back from vacation. You had a really nice vacation. Mm-hmm. Um why don't you tell people where you are now?
1: Uh, now, I, um, I'm married to an amazing, amazing man uh, who is phenomenal. He's great to me. He's great to my children. Uh, he's super smart. Uh, just got promoted at work to uh, Master Sergeant. Uh, it, it's, it's great. I own my home. I own my vehicle. My kids have a pool if they want to swim in it. Uh, we have a dog, and uh, my floors are clean. And I, you know, I I I buy new clothes when I need clothes. My kids have clothes when they need clothes. I have, you know, and everything's stable. You know, Jane's on medication, and uh, it's great. Things are fantastic. It's. Things have just fallen into place for me, really. I
0: love that. I love that. I've been, I've been, I pray for all my friends. I pray for best the best things in their lives to happen, and I, I really do. Like, I, I get up in the morning, I do my devotionals, I just, I, and I pray for people, and I pray, I pray a lot, <laughs> um, especially during these times. And no, I've been, I've been praying for you for a while, so I'm so happy to see like.
1: I really appreciate that. really appreciate that like i'm not a super religious person but i think that that's fantastic and i know that that's super important to you and i think that i would love to be more like you i am trying to organize my schedule which i hadn't told you about i have a picture of it with me and um i am trying to be more mindful of my time and of my day and of my personal emotions as well it is
0: so hard so Next five years, where what is the traje- trajectory for your life? Uh,
1: <laughs> so I mentioned that I am a stay-at-home mom. I am also a full-time student. I am taking um, three classes this quarter. Uh, this is my last quarter at Pierce College out of Tacoma. I do their online program uh, for my Associate of Arts degree. And then I am going to be transferring immediately next quarter to full-time classes at Florida, Florida Tech University um, to study my bachelor's in applied psychology with a um, focus in forensics. Uh, and that's what I'm going to be doing for the next two years, raising my, uh, my three kids at home and doing that. Uh, we're planning to move soon. Don't know where that's going to be in five years will probably be right back here, and um, my husband's going to be retiring, and I am going to be looking for a job. I'm going to be looking for work, and hopefully I will be working with criminals in the St. Louis area to help them through a, um, I guess, like, more of, like, recovery, you know? Just, like, why... Things went the way they went, and how I can. You help. know
0: what, and that's what we need here because these people here have some serious mental issues. And <laughs> I'm, okay, no, seriously, these people here need a lot of healing and need a lot of just people in general. All right, but I, I can. I'm not going to f- argue facts. We are the most dangerous city per capita. On it between one and two. So, and we've been like that for years. So, no, these people need help. And I think it's great that you're going to do that because you're better than me.
1: Well, I mean, (laughs) part of the problem with the system is it is geared towards punishment. You did something bad, we want you to suffer for it. Mm-hmm. And mo- the opinion of most people is we want you to suffer for a really long time, really badly. We want you to really really suffer. But the problem is is once those people finish their punishment, they have no ability to reenter society. They don't know anything but crime. They don't know anything but criminals. They can't get back in because even we- though they served their time, they are still an outsider.
0: And it's like we don't do a lot of restorative
1: mm-hmm.
0: justice. We need to get people back in, and there are phenomenal people that do that and I'm just happy that you're going to be another one of them because yeah. it's something that's definitely needed. Yeah. Um, last question.
1: Okay.
0: What type of mom shaming do you receive now?
1: Now, um, I honestly couldn't say I even recognize it anymore. I think I've gotten to a point where the people in my life that are going to judge me are no longer in my life. And um, I don't share a lot of personal stuff because I've just gotten to a point where I've come so far. I was not a great mom. I didn't have a great example. And I went to the classes, I read the books, I talked to the doctors, I I look at everything. I've redone everything. It's not about what's good for me, it's about what's good for my kids, and sometimes what's good for my kids is McDonald's and TV, and other times it's emptying the dishwasher and brushing their teeth, you know, and those things can coexist. I don't have to be a bad mom because I'm not organic uh, with everything I do. I'm You know, I'm not a great mom by any mean. I lose my temper, but I don't think I should be judged for that. And I don't think anyone else should be judged for that. So.
0: Yeah, I agree. Thank you for so so much for coming on and for sharing this because... You know, I'm one of those that's like planning to have kids, so I like to mentally prepare myself for these attacks (laughs) that I'm about to get. I'm already preparing myself. Yes, I know we don't worry about what's out of our control and all that, but I like to be prepared. There ain't nothing wrong with being prepared for the bullshit that's going to come out of somebody's mouth.
1: There is nothing wrong with that, but also be prepared for the fact that your whole plan is going to burn to the ground because children don't do plans. Oh, children I know. Children don't do... And I'm
0: not ready for that. I'm telling no, no. y'all. like
1: I love my children, but it's it's complete and utter chaos all the time. It's happy chaos. It's fantastic. Sometimes it's just running through the halls, screaming and giggling, but it is, it is chaos nonetheless. So... But it's great. It's fantastic chaos. I'll be
0: a lot. I'm going to be the right person for this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks. And thank you for listening. If you'd like to um, reach out to Ashley, I will put her link to her Facebook page below. If you want to have a conversation or anything, I know she's open to helping anybody out that feels like they're going through a similar situation at any point of her life. She could help you get through it. So yeah, thanks for listening. And I hope that you've followed or subscribed.
1: Bye.